Listening to Matt and Max's Infinite Playlist. Hey, yeah, you are. Sorry, I was I was wildly distracted. He was he was <laughs> gone, was, Daddy gone. I was God, Daddy gone on that one. I um I had to turn it down. I was trying to make it uh, the volume go down uh, evenly. I'm I'm a huge uh, uh, sound engineer guy and. Uh, just needed to make sure that it was a very smooth transition between that song and you talking and me coming in and me talking for too long and boring the listener. Hey, we settle for nothing less than total high fidelity here on Matt and Max's Infinite Playlist. That's right. And and perfect, uh, perfect episodes. Every single time we record, it's a five-hour marathon recording session, and Max painstakingly <laughs> edits each one down to the... Relatively scant hour 10 that you're listening to. Well, you're forgetting the intermediary step where I edit it down to about six or seven minutes, and then we have to do a second recording session to pad it out a little bit. That's true. We record an episode every single day for the same theme, every single day a week, and we get down to just the, the, the prime bits, every, the, the best eight minutes of each day. That's why if it sounds like a little different from portion to portion it's because max is trimming together different audio files for instance from what i can tell when he's going to edit this that sentence was started on tuesday and it's currently saturday and he just finished that sentence and i can tell that he's probably going to use the best bits because i remember him saying that sentence every day and just hearing you know, some words are better than others, and you just have to have an ear for this sort of thing. We're artists is the long and short of it. <laughs> yeah, and this this is a very important podcast uh, in that regard. For artistry. That's right. Uh, don't Never mind the fact that we are basically just <laughs> stealing other artists' work and using it. Uh, <laughs> to, to, Diluting to it. Bullshit <laughs> with each other for an hour and a half every day. Uh, let's get into the episode. Hey, let's do it. Uh, it's just you and me today. No guest. Keeping it light and tight. Matt and Max's classic edition. Mm, uh, why fuck with it if it's not... Uh, <laughs> if if one of our six listeners hasn't really complained. Yeah, we our fax machine's been pretty quiet lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> regarding that, please send in your faxes. Send in your ideas for themes. We are We've got like two more tops <laughs> so we need all the ideas we can get yeah we we said infinite playlist but it's yeah it's becoming very limited at this point uh but we got a we got a good one for today uh we're doing we're doing covers yeah this theme was submitted to us by uh listener chris thank you listener chris chris sounds pretty handsome i think he is the way he uh typed his message was very handsome yes uh what uh what what do you think of covers, Matt? Are you a fan generally of I'm a covers? big fan of covers. I think covers are extremely important. A lot of uh especially a lot of uh rock and roll is built basically on doing covers. Um jazz is a, a lot of if not necessarily covers, then just reinterpreting the same pieces a lot in different ways. Uh folk music obviously is basically one big cover. Um it's it's what a, uh, the foundation of a lot of genres is built upon. 
Well, beautifully said. Beautifully yeah, and said. I think it's very important for uh, bands and artists to play covers to to not only uh, have some fun, you know, playing songs they love, but to also insert themselves into a uh, certain place in the, for instance, rock and roll tradition. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, so so influential because when bands are first starting out, I think you start out playing covers and and feeling out your own sound. That's and right. And that's how you get you get to, you know, you get the Ramones playing. Do you want to dance? And you just see like, oh, this is how the Ramones do this song. I've I've you know, I put their music into context. Uh, they put their own music into their own context. It's great. I love covers. How do you feel about covers? I'm into it too. I'm yeah. into it too. Uh, I, I think uh, you know we also now have like a a new term for covers, which is like a mashup or a remix, but. I think it's participating in the same, the same project. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should probably mention what the cover was that we played up top. That was uh, "Gone Daddy Gone" by Gnarls Barkley, from their first and only album. No, do they have two albums. Yeah, they they've got they've more got, than one. They got two, right? Saint, sure Saint Elsewhere, I yes. think is yes. Either way, uh, that that actually that song actually is part of a a two song medley on the track. But we only played the first part. "Gone Daddy Gone," originally by the Violent Femmes. It's a fun little version of that song. They play it pretty, uh, pretty faithfully to the original, but it is fun hearing CeeLo do his little uh, Gordon Gano. Yeah, I that that's a that's a, a great cover. Gordon um, Gano, I don't know how you pronounce it. Gordon Gecko. Gordon, yes, I always forget that Gordon Gecko was the lead singer of the Violent Femmes. Uh, well, should we get into it? Should I? Can I play one here? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, cool. Um, zipping along, light and tight. Light and tight. I'm ready for uh, the music here. Um, okay, I'm gonna play one, and um, I think it I think it speaks for itself. You'll you'll no doubt know the original, um, and this one is just a really, I you know I wouldn't have seen it coming basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just really exciting for me when I when I first heard it. So uh, yeah, Matt's looking at me. He's like, "Oh, is this a <laughs> is this like a cover?" A, I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Um. Uh. This was originally uh, a song by the uh, by the rock band Alien Ant Farm. Oh my! You, <laughs> you piece of shit. You have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard the I've heard Alien Ant Farms smooth criminal. I know. And and who do you think? I mean, such a such a huge song when it came out, uh, and then. Who comes and covers it? But the King of Pop. Very yeah, very inspired choice by Michael Jackson. <laughs> it, I you know it just it was a, it came at a point in in Michael Jackson's career. I'm not sure exactly the year that he <laughs> recorded it, but uh, you know it just solidified his reputation as someone who could do anything, who could waltz into any genre and just make it uh, his own. It, yeah, it's really impressive too when you when you. Uh, you've learned that like artists that you wouldn't necessarily think listen to 
early 2000s new metal are actually like just all over that shit. You know, they listen to all sorts of genres, looking for inspiration everywhere. That's the first thing I tell people when they scoff at me for listening to Alien Ant Farm or like uh, uh, Linkin Park. I was going to say, have you heard George Michael's cover of Faith, of Limp Bizkit's Faith? <laughs> it's uh, really good. You're kidding me. George Michael covers uh, Limp Bizkit? Now I've heard everything. But uh, digression. When when people say to say to me, you know, it's not like a real genre. It's not a, a serious strand of music. I say, hey, look, if you got the king of pop covering your hit single, boy, that, I don't. That's as much of a, a, a validation as you need. That's a that's a hell of a feather in your cap. If well, you're... This, is, <laughs> this is a great uh, song to start us off with, Max. I'm really happy you chose that one. Uh, I'd never I'd never heard that. Yeah, you didn't even even well because because Michael Jackson's version was so big, you didn't even realize. Yeah, I, that. while he was playing, I was I was just baffled. I thought I didn't know this was uh, a cover, but you know, once again, you've you've proven me wrong. Uh, we like to have a lot of fun here on Mad Max's Infinite Playlist, but uh, hopefully, there's also some education involved. Yeah, so for those of you at home, uh, if you want to go to your friends uh, tonight while you're going out and. Give him a little bit of trivia. Tell him, do you know that the Michael Jackson song Smooth Criminal is a cover of Alien Ant Farm's 2001 mega hit? If they don't believe you, you know, I don't know. I guess you can check the years and, and just tell them, look, Alien Ant Farm's came out in 2001 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can like, I mean, you never trust like Wikipedia, though. That could be edited by anyone at any time. Yeah, or maybe even like Michael Jackson's people. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't like, know. You don't, you don't know who's editing that shit. So, but I mean, you got Max here. You got a, you got an expert here, telling you what's what. He's he's, you know, exposing us to all this new info. This is so great. Are you? Do you have a you have a pick for us? Yeah, I guess I have a pick. I guess I could follow that up with something. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna do a. I have nothing to follow that up with. Fuck <laughs> you. The King of Pop. King of Pop. Uh, I'm gonna do one by the Kings of Pop. Well, these originals by the Kings of Pop. This this one's not by uh, the Kings of Pop. Uh, this is a cover by the band Weaves, and they're Weaves. covering the Beatles, one of the most, probably the most covered band in the world, right? That's got to be I, a designation they, must they be. have. They must be. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, so this is Weaves, great band uh, from Canada, covering Help. Part of me wonders if I should have just said, we'll play it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards, and let it be a surprise. Should that be what we do going forward? Because it's covers, you know? Either way, I, I love that. I love that. It's so, oh, it's phenomenal. Uh, such a different take on, on such a yeah. well-known song. 
Well, that's the great thing about covers is that no matter what, barring like a truly bad version, you're gonna it's gonna be enjoyable on some level. You can connect with it automatically. You know, you you like you may have never heard Weaves. You may have may have never heard any of those sounds, but like that song is instantly recognizable. And part of that, of course, has to do with the Beatles being the yeah. best songwriters. But like, it's fun to hear all these different takes. But still, you could sing that on your first time listening to it. You can also hear the uh, the covering band really well because you're so f- familiar with uh, the song, the underlying song itself, yeah. the structure of it, then you can really, uh, you can really re- like grasp what the, that band is doing or what their sound is like a lot quicker probably yeah. than if you were to just hear a song that they had written. It's it's so nice when you hear that little because it it starts off sound nothing like the original sounds nothing like a lot of other music I've heard with just that <laughs> snare hit you know but then you hear that yeah. oh I know this song that's the other interesting thing is like what like each band has to decide like what are the essential yeah. elements and like what are they gonna what are they gonna change for yeah. their for their version remember the I am sand Sam soundtrack where I believe <laughs> they wanted to get a bunch of Beatles songs but they couldn't get the rights so they just got a bunch of people to cover them that's legal that's crazy i think i feel like that's that's the story i remember maybe they did get the rights and that's how they were able to get everyone to cover them but it's a bunch of covers it's a oh. very good soundtrack cool for a movie i did not see i think i was too young and now i don't think i'm very interested in the movie that about okay. i think i'd be I'm distracted <laughs> by sean penn <laughs> yeah that's uh if anyone's seen i am sam fax us in tell us if it's worth li- watching okay well i'm gonna play one now and this is um i think this might be my all-time favorite cover um just because i like the original song and i like this song so much they're both very different they're this one's really goofy in a way that i absolutely love oh where have you been my blue-eyed son where have you been my darling young one I've stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains Walked and I called on six crooked highways Stepped in the middle of seven sad forests Been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been ten thousand miles in the mother of the graveyard It's a hog and it's a hog Oh yeah, that's Hard Rain is Gonna Fall by Brian Ferry. I think you showed that to me a couple years ago for the first time. That's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I listen to that song like once a week. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fun. That just goes to show that Brian Brian Ferry is incapable of making a song where it doesn't sound like he's trying to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, for, for, for you, uh, you guys who might not know, Brian Ferry's uh, uh, originally in Roxy Music with... Uh, the late great Brian Eno. <laughs> the late great that guy's still alive, being uh, his cranky old self. Uh, yeah, Brian. Sorry, Brian Eno has released like two albums since we started recording. <laughs> yeah, get him on the pot. Ask him about his favorite. I don't know songs to make a sandwich to. No, some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I love that because Brian Brian Ferry's voice is just uh, dripping with uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, bravado, yeah. charisma, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like deep 
sleazy sex. <laughs> <laughs> like I watched uh, the video for um, more than this recently. It's so weird. He's it's so it's so like very eighties. But the way he's just like looking at the camera, it's just like, stop looking at me that way, dude. What do you want? Uh, Brian Ferry. Uh, beautiful man. Um, yeah, I love that because it's, it's a lot. I don't, he must not intend this, but it's such a goofier song than the original. It's, well, it's the original, such a sense of humor. The original is like such a serious song and about like a specific, you know, a specific time period, a specific stuff that's happening. And this is just like, like a, if it wasn't if it wasn't it's almost like richard cheese you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it's like getting there it's it it, it's got to be at least a little bit self-aware because it's just (laughs) yeah he turned it into like a weird glam rock song (laughs) like a stomping strutting oh that's great way to go brian ferry the man the myth weirdo um i'm gonna play another old song from that time period or the 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 originals from that time period uh this is one of my favorite covers ever we'll talk about it So that's I Can't Get No Satisfaction by Devo, originally by the Rolling Stones. That is, in, for my for my money, the best example, or one of the best examples of taking a song and making it your own. <laughs> making it fit your <laughs> weird, weird designs. Skewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been listening to that song for, I don't know, 10 years or whatever, 10 years plus, and I still don't know what the drum beat is. I still couldn't <laughs> follow it if you told me to, like if I needed to. It's just so strange, and it's like such a, I don't know where in the brain that goes in the ear, what happens in their head that makes it come out like that. It's the magic factory. Those guys are a bunch of weirdos. Still. Still crushing it. And that's, yeah, but that's just like, and it's like a perfect, like, a perfect example of, hey, it's the late 70s. Things are different now. <laughs> like... This is our strange skewed look on on pop music. If I were gonna get a uh, a Trump parody hat, it would say, "Make basslines great again." Cause that was a that was a great bassline. Yeah, because your current one that just says "Make America Great Again" is not not doing it for me. I, I, was, really I was yelling at people on the bus. I was saying, "It's parody! Don't you get it?" Deep deep irony. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucked up. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> People I saw, dude, uh, at a brewery. I've seen a few of those out in the wild. You know, they're like, "Make America rave again." Like, oh, fuck, no. fuck off! It's 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 never successful. Yeah, I saw one at a brewery, and I I knew the bartender, and I turned to him, and I said, "Like, you seen this?" He said, "Yeah." It says, "Like, make America rad again," or something like that. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that if you're not like two two feet away from that, you have no idea what it says. Just getting everyone riled up and being like, what the fuck? Do I have to go <laughs> talk to someone right now about getting this guy out of here? Yeah, it's 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 not it's not a good joke if 
You yeah. just are raising everyone's blood pe- pressure. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It doesn't. It's not even funny when you find out what it says. It's like, oh, oh, it says rad. Oh, cool. Hey, Steve, it says rad. Yeah, you can put away the brass knuckles. It only says this rad. Fucking comedian. Over here. <laughs> I saw a dude in Queens wearing one for real. I was walking up in uh, deeper Queens. Just uh, deep Queens. Deep deep Queens and. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's weird. It's, it's very it's uh, startling. I hate to say, it, yeah, it's 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 very triggering. It's very just like, oh, what the fuck? Oh. Then he looked at me and he smiled. Gave him a quick chop to the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him down to size. Yeah, take that, old man. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna play another one here. Um. This is this could be like the most covered song in the world. Uh, and happy birthday. Well, God damn it. Uh, did I spoil it? What? I'm no, sorry. no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, this could be the most covered song in the world. Um, uh, so, and it's one, it's one of my favorites. Um, um, but I, I recently discovered that, uh, the late great Leonard Cohen covered it. So I wanted to want to play that today. Now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the So if you're like me, you were thinking like, hey, what can anyone possibly add to Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah? And turns out it's scronky, weird 80s synth bass. <laughs> turns out, yeah. Um, gosh, I mean, uh, Leonard Cohen, rest in peace. Uh, you know, I, I was crawling through his, his catalog when he when he passed and I, I saw that he'd covered Hallelujah. I was like, Jesus it's weird that he chose not to add a melody to his version. Yeah, it is kind of just has that. I like it's a little it's a little sad. It's different from the Jeff Buckley's uh, Jeff Buckley's original, original vision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I I you know I'm 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 into it. I'm into it. I like it. Yeah, and it's it's cool that he. I mean, he had to have seen that that's like a that cover that's been covered a million times. It's a very huge field that um, he had to yeah. compete with a million times in a million ways, and to really just kind of like almost bring I don't know bring it back to basics or something. Um, it's it's kind of brave. It's like I'm Leonard Cohen. And I'm gonna kind of let my voice speak for itself. I'm not gonna try and get all flashy with it. Yeah, and it's all it's like a perfect song for him, like lyrically too. Like it yeah. fits with like the rest of his oeuvre. Uh, it, it touches on a lot of themes that he touches on a lot. Yeah, I'm 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 glad that you mentioned Leonard Cohen's over over because it it does like it's a sort of like reflexive like you know common. Yeah. It, it's like it's almost like uh, a song that he could have written, which I think is the ultimate sign of a good cover. <laughs> is if it seems like a song that 
you could have written yourself, that means that you must have done it justice. And it, again, it's just great to know that even these big, great artists are still uh, record bin, you know, searchers. Yeah. I mean, they're going, I, they're finding all like the deep cuts in there. I know. I was like, oh, what's next? Like a, a Leonard Cohen Alien Ant Farm cover? Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> that song's been done to death. The King of Pop did that one. The King of Pop. I guess you can do it after. Yeah. yeah. You, some, there is an art to kind of discovering a song. and Yeah. And yeah. like when you do like a definitive cover like Michael Jackson did with Smooth Criminal. Yeah. You kind of like, you can't touch the original and now you can't touch a cover. You got to just like find your own. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, I, th- I don't know. I think Leonard, Leonard Cohen might have staked some, some ground away from, from Jeff, Jeff Buckley when he, when, <laughs> when he put this one to wax. Good, good pick, Max. Another great pick. Another great one that makes my pick look like garbage afterwards. Sorry, dog. I just I just love these covers. Oh, okay. What's next? What do I got next? Um, you know what? I'm going to choose this one because I think it's... Uh, this is actually... Uh, I don't know how to build this up now because, because of what you chose. Um, this next one I'm going to play is uh, by Dan Wilson. It's a cover of Someone Like You, Adele's hit. Uh, we'll talk about it afterwards, though. I wish nothing but the best for you, too. Don't forget me, I beg. I remember you said sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. That's Dan Wilson, who you know from, uh, most famously, I'd say, from the band Semisonic, Closing Time. But this is from an album called Recovered. Uh, he is, what you may not know, I'm sure a lot of people do, but he is a uh, producer and songwriter in his own right, and he actually wrote that song with Adele. And like this album is just a bunch of like covers of like very famous songs that he wrote with a bunch of people. And so that's his song and all these, it's like fun to listen to him covering his own song, playing it. You'd think the way that he wrote it, you know, but then through the, through what the other artists did too, you know? So he may have like had this decision to play this note here. And then Adele came in and was like, well, what if I do this? And now he's playing that through the prism of what did Adele do to the song I originally wrote? Damn, that's crazy. I had no idea that. The guy who the wrote guy Closing from Time Su- yeah. did. Closing yeah. Time. Yeah, that's so funny, man. Oh, man. That's a really cool uh, project, too, to then go back and cover those. Yeah, and, and there's there's a bunch. He he wrote, uh, you know, Not Ready to Make Nice. He wrote uh, Borrowed. You know, all these songs, You and I. Just a, he, it's, just, it's a really cool project. I recommend it. Um, but I also just love the idea of covering your song two degrees removed from the original that you wrote you know yeah 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 yeah. like uh kind of like a game of telephone yeah 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 anyways i don't have much else to say about that it's really good you know super solid how much money do you think uh dan wilson made on that song uh i'm gonna go ahead and say the amounts are untold yeah (laughs) jesus he won a grammy for that he won a grammy for that and for the album wow 
That's so like, crazy. Yeah, I think I think he's doing just fine. When you also when you add in the billions that I'm sure closing time brings in on a nightly basis. That's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> that song is played literally every night. There's no way there's like not at least one bar or restaurant or shop in America where someone doesn't at least play that song ironically once a night. Uh don't forget karaoke. <laughs> of course. That's yeah. just all that karaoke money rolling in. Ooh. That's what you you do that, right? Every time you insist you go on last at karaoke. <laughs> yeah, I make a real a real ass of myself. <laughs> yeah, everyone hates it. I'm the first one there to request closing time and the last one to leave. Take it away from everyone else. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, uh, let's keep it. Let's keep the good times rolling here. Um, God, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I, I, I end up playing so much fucking shoe shoe on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, I gotta wait, play. Wait, wait, wait. As you shoe should. Oh. Sorry, I'm pouring. I'm pouring drinks. Well, uh, yeah, so that's uh, Shoes Cover of Ceremony. Uh, I, I love it so much because it's so shrill and harsh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it feels and, like my brain is under attack. And it also sounds like, you know, when the, when the, uh, that awful, <laughs> uh, awful in a great way, when that very aggressive synth finally ebbs, <laughs> it sounds like they're emptying the fucking silverware drawer all over the ground. It's. Yeah, that is, uh, I feel like I've heard that before, but I haven't heard that in a long time, and that <laughs> made me feel crazy. And the other thing, too, uh, for no good reason at all, this chorus is sung a good octave, like <laughs> a good octave and a half higher than in the original. Uh, yeah, which is also a good octave and a half higher than Jamie Stewart ever sings. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, shrieking. <laughs> he's just shrieking for, for no apparent reason, and that's... Again, that's, I mean, that's yeah. what a good cover is, is you have to make it your own. And this is bringing some of, I think, you know, because the original song, Ceremony, was um, was written, and I think they'd played it a couple times. Joy Division had played it a couple times yeah. live uh, before before uh, Ian Curtis killed himself. Yeah. Um, and then it was sort of the, the crown jewel on the, the New Order uh, album that followed. Yeah. So I think it makes sense to kind of infuse it with some of that 
like frantic yeah and like energy specifying that you're covering the joy division song exactly <laughs> exactly new, new orders ceremony yeah uh yeah that was that was harsh i was saying earlier again we'll we'll see if it gets in but that is the sound of so much of the la scene that i was a part of in the <laughs> late 2000s um what, just what draw it all elements there. would you specifically pull out as being essential to the la scene uh well that sounds like it could be created by a person who has two keyboards uh 30 guitar pedals and a microphone <laughs> hooked up to uh the biggest amp they can find behind them and just screaming at you uh from behind the din in somebody's house there he goes welcoming <laughs> yeah um shushu's uh nina simone covers album is one of the best things that they've released in my opinion sounds very different from that but he also has like the perfect voice for that music too that's a good point uh yeah Shushu's got a lot of great covers, including uh, the music from Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. That is a good album, too. Scope that one, everyone. We'll fax you that one. This is quickly becoming a Shushu fan podcast. We should do that. That's that's not a bad idea. The Shushu cast. I don't know if we're the right guys to do it. No, not at all. (laughs) Not even close. I know some people that might be. We could call it uh, When the the Shushu Drops. That's just a shoe when the shoe, oh, the shoe drops pun. There's no, there's no like, that has nothing to do with shoe shoe. Uh, no, because like we also drop a song, you know, we drop a. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's next? How about I play the opposite of what you just played? <laughs> yeah. Nice. How's that sound? Um, this song just came out and uh, everyone fucking loves it and there's no reason not to it's uh, a pretty spectacular cover and you'll you'll see why crazy world you'll see we're all chasing after all chasing after all Uh, Moon River as covered by Frank Ocean uh, shit who originally oh Henry Mancini and lyrics by Johnny Mercer if I'm not mistaken um, just a phenomenal cover he released that on Valentine's Day this year which is just like perfect I don't it's so good I don't know what else to say about it really Frank Ocean songbird of his generation seriously that he is our Stevie Wonder Ooh, we should do a Stevie Wonder podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm also not qualified to do that one. Um, did you listen to that when it came out? 
No, I didn't, and I'm so glad that you played it because that that's beautiful. I want to I want to go listen to the whole thing. Yeah, but I don't know where I could listen to the whole song "Moon River" by Frank Ocean. Uh, there are a lot of places you could listen to it, but one place you could listen to it is on the Matt and Max's Infinite playlist playlist <laughs> Spotify playlist. Tune in to the Matt and Max's Infinite playlist Spotify playlist, gang. <laughs> All the songs that you hear tonight, minus the shitty banter. Uh, for your listening pleasure, can be found on the Matt and Max's Infinite playlist Spotify playlist. Also, minus the shoe shoe track because that is not on Spotify. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Huh. You had to go rogue for that one. You had to delve into your your bootlegged uh, tapes of the shows that they played to find it. Yeah, that's why I'm carrying around this steamer trunk. It's filled with <laughs> shoe shoe tapes. tapes. <laughs> Just boot like Dave. You're that guy in the scene. <laughs> okay, so um, this song, um, you know, everyone knows the the Johnny Cash version. Um, you know, so distinctive. But uh, this this one is, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll let the song speak for itself. So, I mean, you no doubt know the Johnny Cash version. This is a very gruff, somber song about falling off a horse. Uh, And it's, you know, it's it's in soundtracks. It's all over the place. Um, Who could forget it? Yeah, and this 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 cover just goes to show what a what a visionary Johnny Cash was to Cer- release this at the time. Certainly, and and it's it speaks to uh, Johnny Cash's uh, wide wide range of influences that you know whippersnapper Trent Reznor says, "Hey, you know what I want to cover is uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash." I think that's relevant to the kids today. I think if I know the story right, Trent Reznor also fell off a horse. He did. He did. It was a very, uh, it was a very Christopher Reeves esque experience. Yeah, and his friend Billy Corgan came to see him in the hospital and said, "Like, you know, what's funny is that Johnny Cash song is about this." And Trent was like, "What? I've never heard it." And then you know, the Korgs, you Korgs know, brought over his uh, steamer trunk of Johnny <laughs> Cash <laughs> cassettes. Yeah, cassettes. <laughs> Played it for him, and Trent immediately was like, bring me my keyboard. Wait, wait, I think I know. And then he just set this to music. Yeah, in the hospital with From? two broken angles. I mean, it's, it's, and that's why I was truthful when he said, I hurt myself today. 
Yeah, the the lyric after that um, has led many to believe that he threw himself off the horse on purpose. But like, that's just one of those legends that you gotta like, you know, just you just gotta believe, you know. You don't. It could be apocryphal. You don't know. What I want to know is where was Billy Korgs during all this? I think doing his goth phase. When was that? <laughs> Remember when he did that? He had like, he like shaved his head and then he like had black eyeliner all the time. <laughs> he looked like a skinny Uncle Lester. Like a mad cue ball. <laughs> Billy, come on the pod. I know you're not doing anything else. We'll, we'll go to uh, we'll go to some rides at a amusement <laughs> yeah, park. Picture's so fucking good. Uh, if you haven't seen the picture of Billy Corgan at uh, California Adventure, he doesn't look. He doesn't look miserable so much as he looks just <laughs> defeated, just broken, sad. <laughs> on yeah, on Big Thunder Railroad. We'll save our our chatter about Billy Corgan another time. Uh, sh- shout out to Trent Reznor for rescuing an old gem from Mr. Johnny Cash <laughs> yeah, from obscurity. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna play my last one. Uh, I found this song recently. Uh, well, I'll just play. It. Try to drink it away. I try to put one in the air. I try to dance it away. I try to change it with my hand. I ran my credit card bill. Thought a new vest would make it better. Try to work it away But that just made me even sadder I tried to keep myself busy I ran around in circles Think I made myself dizzy Slept it away Slept it away I read it away This is a cover of Solange's Cranes, Cranes in the Sky uh, by Sampha. I believe this is a recording. I can't be sure, but I read this. I believe this is a recording that he did like backstage at some either award show or some sort of thing. Um, and it's just just gorgeous. Like, That's, bare bones, nothing, no, yeah. like It's, yeah. I mean, that song is so beautiful that recording with no music uh no backing yeah behind it almost makes it more powerful yeah i it's sort of like i you, you, not to say that you didn't already realize it's a beautiful song but when sometimes when you strip down songs to their like bare essentials you sort of like get to see like the form of the song it's just gorgeous it makes you pay attention to things you didn't normally pay attention to or previously rather uh that's... also sorry go on no i was i wasn't gonna say anything his voice is just out of control. It sounds like an instrument. It sounds like he's playing a, you know, a saxophone with his throat. I didn't come off the way that I thought it would. <laughs> no, so cut that out. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, scope. It's on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know where else to find it. But it'd be cool if you recorded that in the future. It's just, it's also so impressive to me. Like, that didn't come out 
too long ago before he recorded that and just like to learn to play it and then just like nimbly perform it with such beauty that's a song you play with your eyes closed it kind of reminds me of um that that video that came out in like 2012 or 2013 that was filmed by jay-z in beyonce's like um like backstage before a show and she's like warming up and forgot about that yeah and she's singing i don't even remember yeah. that song but it was just breathtaking she's singing acapella and her uh her daughter's right there it's just a it's just a beautiful moment just incredible human beings all of them all those people <laughs> like they're all uh, uh the, the, the noleses the noles mm. the noleses is that the way you say Sounds it? Sounds funny that way. <laughs> <laughs> also saying like all the noses. Those two noles are pretty great. Yeah. I don't know about the other noses. They're, they're probably fine. Uh, well. Uh, did you hear by any chance the people outside my apartment door just now? Hopefully they didn't catch on any of the microphones. They no, were, were they insanely s- loud? They saying things? Yeah. They, uh, they like to talk loudly. Well, people are going to talk. People are going to talk. Um, all right. Well, um. Maybe we can um, we can just go out on this. Um, sure. Like play it as an outro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a song originally by Kath Bloom, who is a legendary uh, legendary folk singer. Um, her like just a just an incredible songwriter, but also uh, an amazing vocalist as well. Um, totally check out her work. Um, because I think she, you know, she falls into this category of total artists who were unappreciated in their time. Absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, so this I found Kath Bloom um, through this album that was like one side was her singing her own work, and the other side was all these prominent artists doing covers of it. Um, one of whom is Bill Callahan covering "The Breeze," and uh, this song's, you know, it's one of my all-time favorite songs. I I have there's so many great Kath Bloom songs, but Bill Callahan kind of upstages her on this one. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it'd be hard to top if, for me. Hard to top a yeah. Bill Callahan song song. But uh, a Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan. Um, but yeah, this is one of my all-time favorites, and uh, I hope you guys check out the music of Kath Bloom. Uh, yeah, yeah, do it. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll catch you. Catch on the flip side. Yeah, you can find us on Spotify and Facebook, right? Or in your neighborhood. I'd like to touch you But I've forgotten how And said I didn't need you But look at me now Sometime in the summer When we're Lying in the breeze The breeze Will 
kill me The breeze will kill me I tried to follow